One of the things we did uh, as we led into Commitment Sunday is uh, we asked our, our, our kids and students to be a part of that, and I, I pulled a few of our, our kids' cards here in the Commitments, and they wrote out things like this. They said, I will make God number one, this is one of our kids, by praying for my friends. I will make God number one by giving to the poor. And then some, another little person wrote, uh, I will make God number one by helping my mom. All right? So good stuff there. And I love that video. And one of the reasons I love that video is because it shows what one's all about. We are one family. All ages, every one of us. We're all going to declare that God is number one in our lives and that we are one in this mission of helping people find their way back to God. And uh, today is, uh, is Commitment Sunday at all 12 of our locations. And just like Patrick said, I'm absolutely convinced we're going to look back on this. And I think for a lot of us, this is going to be a very memorable moment in our own spiritual journey, but also a historic event, really, in the life of Community Christian Church as a church. So um, if you, uh, as Patrick said, if you didn't get a commitment card, go ahead and raise your hand one more time. We'll make sure you get one. I think everybody probably got one by now. But everything we've been doing, everything we've been doing for the last four weeks has been kind of leading up to this, Commitment Sunday. We've been talking about how we want God, and I think every one of us are on board with this. We want God to work in us, but we also want God to work through us. And our primary goal for this one initiative is we want every person, 100% of the people, to declare God is number one, and, uh, and we're going to make a commitment doing that today, which I think is awesome. So I'll tell you what, um, go ahead and grab your card. I want to just say a prayer as we enter into this. I really want this to be an experience where God does work in us and through every one of us. Let's begin with a prayer. Uh, Father God, today we join together as one church across 12 different locations to declare you are number one in our lives. We declare that as a church, we commit ourselves to you as one church, one mission to help people find their way back to God. And what we do is we invite the light of your spirit to shine within us and the light of your spirit then to shine through us into a dark and desperate world. And it's in your awesome name that we pray. And everybody said, amen. amen. Um, now, it may be Commitment Sunday, but let's, let's, just, let's just be honest about this right at the get-go here. Commitments are not something that come easily. In fact, it's also, it's easy for us to kind of quasi-commit, isn't it? To kind of be in, to kind of hedge our bets a little bit. And I mean, who hasn't had a conversation like, uh, something like this? Let's, let's imagine, let's imagine for a minute that I'm, I'm texting uh, my brother John, all right? And it's, uh, and I say something like this. I say, uh, hey man, how about Zoolander 2, Friday at 9.30? You in? And then John texts me back, and he says, oh, probs, because that's exactly how John talks, <laughs> right? That's probably for those of you who want to be hip with the kids. So I text him back, and I say, uh, uh, sweet, I'm on Fandango right now. Uh, want me to buy two ticks? You can just pay me back. And then I wait, and then he says, yeah, most likely, fist bump. <laughs> All right, what's that mean? So I text him back again. I'm... And I say this, I say, uh, so should I buy two or shouldn't I? And I wait. And then I get this, hmm, I think, I, I think you can probably get two. So what do I do with that? I'm looking for a commitment. So I text him back again. And I say, um, help me out, bro. Is that a yes or a no? And then this happens. All right. He's texting me, right? He's responding. But then this happens. Ah! But then this happens. 
Oh, he's going to get back to me? <laughs> and then this happens. <laughs> ah, right? Forget it. I'm going to Zoolander 2 by myself. <laughs> Who hasn't been on both ends of that conversation, right? All of us, right? Commitments don't come easy. And uh, today, I want us to understand why commitments are so, 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 I think, very important. Here's why. Nothing shapes your life more than the commitments that you choose to make. All right, let that sink in right there. Nothing shapes your life more than the commitments you choose to make. Many of us, okay, we made a personal, we made a commitment to a person, and it shaped our life, right? You made a commitment to a job, and it shaped your life. Made a commitment to a, 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 a student loan, and unfortunately, it's still shaping your life. But it's commitments. It's commitments that shape our life. And they shape our life for the positive or they shape our life for the negative. Every commitment we make, okay, whether it's a relational commitment, a spiritual commitment, a financial commitment, a vocational commitment, a volunteer commitment, every commitment we make, they shape our lives profoundly. And here's the thing I guarantee today. I guarantee if you make a commitment to make God number one, that is the one commitment you will not regret. Never, ever. You won't regret it in this life, and you will not regret it in the next. In fact, I would say I encourage people to get married. I encourage people to have kids. I encourage people to take great risk for ministry. This is the only commitment that I guarantee you will never, ever regret. Now, sometimes people will ask me, and, and, and like during this series, okay, so Dave, what does it mean, what does it really mean specifically to make a commitment to make God number one? Well, well here's, here's how I kind of explain it. I'll say some people think, some people think that you make God number one is what you do is you get, you get a pen and uh, here you go. You get a pen and you, and you get a, a piece of paper and you make a list of all your priorities. Number one, I'm going to make God. I'm making God number one. Two, family. Three, maybe serving church. Four, I don't know what, job. Five, finances. Six, Netflix. I don't know. Whatever the stuff you put on there, right? And you make the list. You make the list. But that's not how it works. To make God number one, it means something very different. It does not mean, it does not mean that you make a list of your priorities one through ten, okay, and then you say, hey, look, God, look, here are my priorities one through ten. Look, I'm, I, I made you number one. And while I'm showing you that I made you number one, guess what? Look who I made number two, three, four. Here are my priorities. I thought I would just show those to you. That's not how it works. Here's what it does mean. What it does mean, it means this. You take everything. You take everything that you have, everything that could possibly be on that list, that, that, by the way, God gave you in the first place, right? You take all that stuff, and the very first thing, you, you kind of say, oh, okay, here's the paper, here's the pen, here's everything. You give it to him first, and you say, okay, God, here's everything. Now you decide. You decide how I should prioritize things. You decide how I should order my life. You say, God, you decide how I should allocate my resources, and God, you decide, and when you're done, then you give it back to me, and then I do what you say. It's a little different, isn't it? And, and please get this, okay? See, when we're creating the list ourselves, and we put God at the top, who's actually number one? Who's actually God? Help me out. We are, aren't we? I am. You are. When we put God, we say, oh, and I'm making the list. See, here's the, here's the subtle distinction. God doesn't want to be on our list. What God actually do, wants is he wants to actually be the one who creates the list. 
He wants to create the list and say, give it back to us, and then we do it. Now, I know for some of us here, for all sorts of reasons, um, you can be skeptical when it comes to commitments. And, and I, I, I mean, I get that. I really do. There's, there's part of me that kind of gets cynical. Um, and sometimes I think about other churches. I think about other church leaders, even other Christians. But there was a definite point in time for me where I made a decision that as a Christ follower, I wasn't going to let what happened in a previous church or with a previous leader or even other, some other Christian influence what God wants to do in my life in the present or in the future. What I want to do is I want to make a commitment. I want to say, God, you're going to be number one. Now, the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul in, in Ephesians chapter 3, he, makes, he, he understands that commitment shapes our lives. So, so he's writing this church to help start in Ephesus, and he reminds us why commitments matter so much. And here's what he says, and we'll, we're just going to work kind of through chapter 3. He says this, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I love that phrase there, from every family in heaven and on earth who derives its name. Okay? Here's what Paul is saying. Paul is saying that we are all a part of one family. We are all a part of God's family. And so today, across all 12 community campuses, for example, there are people of every age. We've got some people that are not yet 91, not yet one, and we've got some that are 91 plus and everything in between. We, and if you get a chance to use that, that passport and visit other campuses, we've got people of every color, red, yellow, black, white, and brown. We have every financial status, some who have a lot, some who have a little, and most of us in the middle. We've got every stage of faith. Some people that are, that are taking the very first steps and all of us who are taking the next steps. And when we're all a part of one family, God's family, if we make a commitment day, understand this, God's family, okay, God's family wins today. I'm gonna, let me show you a few pictures. This picture here. This is a picture of my last small group, my finding your way back to God's small group. It's kind of a big small group, isn't it? <laughs> but that's a part of God's family, those people, they win. Our family wins. This picture here, this is a part of your, uh, your first impressions team, okay? They kind of take care of things on Sunday morning here for you. That's a part of our family. Our family wins. This picture here, this is, your, this is the yellow box staff, all right? I'll tell you what, because I play the part of a, the lead pastor, but I've got to work a lot more with the yellow box. I'm telling you, you have a great, great, great staff team that loves you guys here. I'm telling you. And you know what? This is family. Do me a favor. Look to your right and look to your left. Go ahead. Just look around. Guess what? You know who this is? Help me out. What's this here? That's right. We're family. And you know what? It's a big family. Let me show you something else. Look at this here. See these two little kids here in the Philippines and Haiti? Part of our global partnership? That's a part of our family. And what God wants to do today, he wants us to, first of all, take care of our family, but also expand our family to make it possible for more people to find their way back to God all across Chicagoland and around the world. Today, because of your commitment, God's family wins. Here's the thing that he goes on and says, Paul continues, he says this, let's go to the next one, next part of the scripture in Ephesians chapter 3. He says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, God may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Here's the second reason this commitment matters you're going to make today. Paul says this. He says, when we make a commitment to God, he will actually strengthen us with a power through his Holy Spirit. Let's just kind of slow down the RPMs. And let me ask you this. 
Where do you need strengthened today? Where do you need strengthened today? You know what? It's an interesting spiritual dynamic, but it's when we make a commitment to God that God strengthens us. And for some of us, we, you know, when it comes to finances, some of us, we have financial burdens and concerns. That are, I mean, they're like a chronic preoccupation. And what you really need is, is you need strengthening. And you need him to strengthen you with faith. Some of us, I mean, we got, we got debt. We feel almost immobilized by fear. We doubt maybe God can provide. But what we need is we need to be strengthened with faith. Some of us have the opposite problem. Some of us, and I might be in this category, we look over our shoulder of the past and say, you know what, I've done this before. I've, I've done this bit. I don't really need to stretch. I'm going to let some other people step up this time. And what I've found, here's the thing, what you really need is you need to be strengthened, and you need faith. And what God wants to do today, he wants to strengthen you, as it says, in your inner being with faith. And it's when we make a commitment that God actually gives us the strength and gives us the faith. This is so fascinating to me. Check this out. I think you, you don't wait to make the commitment until you have faith. Uh-uh, it doesn't work that way. You make the commitment, and once you make the commitment, as a result of that, God gives you strength, and he gives you the faith to fulfill that commitment. It's one of those kind of paradoxical spiritual things. Sue and I, we made a, we made a decision about what it looked like to make God number one um, at our advanced commitment night last Saturday. That was Saturday. I think it was either Sunday or Monday. I can't remember which. Sunday or Monday, Sue found me. My wife found me. And she said, wow, you know, I was thinking about our commitment. Do you really, Dave, do you really think that was a sacrifice? And here's the, t- and, and Sue and I have had a conversation. I've shared this with you. We'd already made a decision. We're going to give more of our income than we've ever given before. And so part of me was thinking, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I'm not sure it really feels like we're sacrificing. And I think what was happening, that spiritual dynamic, that Sue made a commitment. And in that commitment, God strengthened her with faith. And then really began to strengthen me. And so we've been talking this week, and we've decided, you know what, we're going we're to increase. We're going to increase even what we said last Saturday. Here's the thing. I don't know where you need strength or if you need strength. I have a hunch most of us do. But it's fascinating. By making a commitment to God, you make the commitment, and he gives you the strength and the faith that you need. Here's why this commitment today matters so much. Our family, okay, God's family is going to win today. God's going to strengthen us today. But here's one more thing that's going to happen today. And I love this. It's kind of a crescendo at the end of, end of, uh, of Ephesians 3. And here's what he says. Paul says this, now to him, okay, now to Christ Jesus and God, who's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that's at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations and forever and ever. Amen. I'm telling you, people, I have seen this before, and we're going to see it again today. God is going to accomplish more, okay, through this commitment we make today than we even ask or imagine. For, for some reason, I think God's given me the ability to kind of see, I think, where we're headed next. And I'm telling you, hear me on this. This will absolutely happen because of the commitment we make today. There's going to be a young mom, maybe it's down in Shorewood, who does not, who does not yet know God. And she's going to be driving up Route 59. She's going to pull into our brand-new Plainfield facility She's going to sign up her kids for an activity or a league. And in the process, she's going to meet people like me or maybe you. And guess what? She's going to find her way back to God. And it's going to change her eternity. I'm telling you, because of the commitment we make today, there's going to be a child. It might be in Yorkville. 
It may be in Romeoville. And they're going to go into our brand new Kid City space there. And they're going to have such a great time in Kid City. And we've seen this happen. That the next Sunday, guess who's going to wake up their parents and say, Hey, I want to go to Kid City again. And so the parents dragging the kids. The kids are going to drag the parents to church. And that family's going to be changed forever. There's going to be a 20-something. It's already happened. Some of you know him. There's going to be a 20-something who's, who's so determined to advance his career that he's abandoned almost every relationship. But for some reason, he takes a pause and decides to walk through the doors of a community campus in Chicago. And that's where he discovers real, genuine friendships and community. He finds belonging. He belongs. And out of that belonging, he begins to believe. And he finds his way back to God. There's going to be students right here in Naperville. And we're, we're seeing it happen by the dozens now. That's going to invite another student. And they're not only going to find community, they're going to find belonging. They're going to find a place where they can contribute. And they're going to find their way back to God. I got to see one of my, 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 my 18-year-old son's friends get baptized just a few weeks ago. It's going to happen again. And guess what? They're not going to make some of the same silly, dumb mistakes, painful choices that we made because they're going to be walking with Jesus. Here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen as a result of the day God is going to be declared number one by 6,000 people at 12 different community locations. And what God's going to do over the next two years, he's going to grow this family by 1,000, maybe 2,000 people. We're going to start two brand new campuses. One of them is going to be in Downers Grove. One of them is going to be in another neighborhood in the Chicagoland area. We're going to give somewhere between a million, a million and a half. Depends on your generosity, how God works. Maybe $2 million, okay, to celebration generosity to help poor people both locally and globally. In addition to that, we're going to start 10 new churches. But we don't just start churches. We start churches that start other churches. And because we start churches that start other churches, it's going to actually not impact just hundreds or thousands, but tens of thousands of people over the next generation. They're going to find their way back to God. Now hear me on this, okay? That's just what I can imagine. What does God's word say? He's going to do more than we can ask or even what Dave can imagine. That's what's going to happen as a result of your commitment today. Are you ready for that? Man, I am. I'm ready to increase my commitment again. <laughs> a little over a week ago, we, we gathered together leaders and volunteers from all of our community campuses and at Soldier Field. We had a great time. and It, it follows a biblical practice. You may not familiar, be familiar with this. It's actually in 1 uh, Chronicles 29, and it's a great leadership principle. Leaders always go first. Leaders always go first. And I want you to know, um, my wife Sue and I, and Sue's not sitting down here. She's actually teaching a leadership class right now. But Sue and I are one with you in this commitment. This staff team that you love here from the yellow box, they're already in. They're one with you in this commitment. The volunteers that you see around here, they're one with you in this commitment. But I thought before the rest of us join in and make our commitment today, I want you to hear some stories just from the hearts of some of our leaders, and hopefully that will encourage you. Here we go. This one commitment has changed our family because it's brought us closer to God and also given us the strength to trust Him. This one commitment tonight for our family is another step in our faith to grow closer to God. To us, the one commitment, it means that we are able to be part of something bigger than ourselves, something that we can help other people find their way back to God in a bigger way than we could on our own. The One Commitment has changed our family because we have made a sacrifice. We are actually going to that next level of giving. We're having God lead us in this decision-making instead of us doing it for ourselves. 
one commitment has changed our family because as a newly married couple, uh, this is the first time that we're having to make a commitment like this together. Um, so it's really helping us focus uh, on what God wants us to give and really just trusting in God um, and believing that whatever that number is, that He's going to provide that. This one commitment has changed our family in that uh, it served as a reminder that we're one church of one heart and one mind, and we're not just an individual campus or even an individual family. In this, we're part of a bigger picture, part of God's kingdom, and uh, that's what it's all about. This one commitment tonight means that I'm on the right track to help people find their way back to God. It means that we are truly making Him the one and only thing that we live our lives for. The commitment means to me so much because it helps others and it's really changed me and my brother's lives. This commitment has shown me with all the campuses of how big my new family truly is. It's really challenged us in our generosity to really give in a really daring way, in a way that I think God's going to really shine through in our in our faith and in our family and in our community. This is us putting our flags in the ground uh, that this is where we are on mission for his kingdom. I wish you knew the stories of the people that were talking there. I couldn't help but notice in that moment, there are so many of those people, I mean, that found their way back to God at community. And, and they get it. And so they're going like, no, I want other people to have that same thing. Um, we're going to get the chance for all of us to make that commitment. And I've been praying, here's the prayer, I've been praying that our entire church family, that 100% of the people in community across all 12 of our locations, that they will commit today to making God number one. And so in a moment, we're going to ask everyone, one of you, to get out of your seats, to come forward as an entire family and make that commitment together, 100% of us. Um, In fact, for some of you that were at the Advanced Commitment Night, um, we want you to be a part of this experience also. So we want you to go ahead and fill out a card, come forward again. Um, Don't worry, we we won't add the two cards together. We'll just count one, okay? (laughs) Uh, But do me a favor, would you? Uh, Pull out the commitment card. Go ahead and pull out that commitment card. Everybody grab that commitment card, please, if you would. And I want to walk you through it together. As you look at this card, okay, here's a couple things I want you to think about. One, the commitment you're about to make, it matters. It matters between you and God. Because I, I would suggest that right after baptism, probably how we decide and what we decide to do with our, our finances, because it's so close to our heart, it really does. It makes a real clear declaration about who's number one in your life. It matters between you and God. It also, though, it matters between you and people all over Chicagoland and around the world. For some reason, God is using this church in a remarkable way. It matters. This commitment that you're going to make here, it's your total giving over the next two years. So so if if you're already giving X amount over a two-year period, you include that number. Okay, your two years of regular giving plus whatever your increase is for one, and you put that together, that's for your total for two years. And 
In fact, if you go ahead and open up the card, you can see there's a blank here, and that's, that's where you put that number, your total for, for, two, for two years. Maybe for some of you, if you want to, to help you, go ahead and turn the card over. You can look on the back. Go ahead and look on the back. Would you do that for, with me? Go and look on the back of the card there. Um, it shows you kind of how the math works. It gives you an annual and a monthly. And, um, and then there's the, the, the blue column. It's, it says gift level. And that's kind of a two-year number based on the monthly and the annual. That's there to help you out. And, and maybe, maybe, maybe it just seemed to be a good idea for some of you. Take a look at that and identify where are you already. Maybe even put your finger on it going, okay, here's where I am already. And then as you, we're going to give you some time to pray and reflect and, and then kind of go, okay, well, and here's what it looks like for me to make God number one. Here's what it really looks like for me to make God number one. And whatever that number is, we simply ask, you know what, put that two-year total, put that total uh, on that blank in your card. One of the things that really excites me about this is I think uh, for many of us, this, this is the first time we've ever made this kind of a commitment. And, and, um, and I... I I'll tell you, I'll just be honest, it, that, that part is, it's so not about the money, it's for you, because God's going to work in you and work through you, and it's going to change you in ways you never would have anticipated, and uh, I'm just really excited. I'll tell you what, let's, I know there's going to be a whole bunch of people that give for the first time. Let's just give them a little encouragement and say thank you. You know what, I think that's awesome you're going to do that. Um, I, I also know that there's some of us uh, that are also going to choose to no longer give just out of our excess. Um, we were given an amount that we thought was high for quite some time. And today you're going to decide to declare God number one, and you're going to be looking at this. And kind of like what happened with Sue and I, you're going to decide to make a sacrifice. And for some of us, that might mean a significant even six-figure gift. God's going to say, yeah, that's what I want you to do. Or maybe even, maybe even a seven-figure gift that you're going like, you never would have thought possible, but God's going to lay that on your heart, and if that's what it means to make him number one, I challenge you, I challenge you to do that. And what you're going to do is you're going to give, some, uh, give up something that matters to you for something that matters to God more. So, um, as much as you can, don't worry about all this. A lot of this is just kind of a worksheet. We just need your two-year total down here. But it's my prayer that every single person, you'll look down at this card, and kind of like we said, you're going to give it to God and say, okay, God, I'm not just telling you you're number one. You tell me, okay, what it means to make you number one. And then you give it back to me, and I'll do whatever you say. That's what it means to make God number one. Uh, the band's going to keep playing. They're going to give you kind of a few moments to pray. Uh, I would love for you just to reflect. Uh, write down your commitment. If you're with your spouse, uh, certainly feel free to talk about this. If you're something you're doing together. But I'm going to ask you to go ahead and stay in your seats. Stay in your seats. Um, Kind of prayerfully ask, okay, God, what does it mean for me to make you number one? And then in a moment, I'll come back up here and, uh, and give you further instructions. All right? Let's just have a time of prayer and reflection.
This is our opportunity as one church to declare that God is number one and that we're going to live our lives for his mission together to help people find their way back to him. And uh, so when you're ready, uh, church family, the band's going to keep playing. We're going to ask you to get up out of your seats, come forward, and you can place your commitment cards in one of, the, one of the baskets we have up front here or one of the baskets we have back there. And I think we have some baskets up there, what we call the skybox. So um, here's, here's kind of the thing. We've been saying we want God to work in us and also through us, right? And so as you come forward, this really is a chance, an opportunity to say, okay, God is working, uh, God's working in me. And go ahead and place this uh, in the basket. And I'm telling you, the things we talked about, God's going to do even more than that as he works through us. But he's going to work in you and you, as you let your, your light shine in him. You let the spirit, his spirit shine in you. But then the, the, the spirit's light will also shine through you. And so as you drop your card in, the, in this here, we'd also like for you to uh, pick up one of these flashlights. Okay? We got kind of a neat moment we want to share with you at the end here. And, um, and this is how God kind of works through us. To let each of us, individually, but then also together, together, be a light that shines into, a, into what often is a really dreadfully dark world. So as you're ready, um, as the band sings this song, well, the way we're going to do it, if you don't mind, uh, we'll have you kind of get up and you can go to your right. Okay, you can go to your right and come up. Go so about there, go to your right and come up. If you're there, go to your right and come down that aisle. Everybody just kind of to your right and then drop off your pledge, your commitment here, and then go back to your seat on your left and uh, just kind of keep singing with the band. So the band's going to begin to play, and as they do, uh, you can make your way forward uh, to go ahead and drop your card and then also make sure you pick up a flashlight. Let's do that right now.